Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis Dahl. We're at episode number 55. And look at that. He just blew right by me. I am uh, Barbara, first name only, Wojin. <laughs> I just got back from the Pacific Northwest, so I'm a little rusty, but I'm happy to be back. I needed a little time away. So what was the temperature like up there? Was it cold? It was 50, and when we went up to Mount Hood, it was uh, 32 and snowing big time. And it was uh, just, we, we went hiking, and we went out to the coast, and... I cannot tell you how much better I feel. I better. I, I don't sound like it right now, but I feel <laughs> very at peace. <laughs> I was getting a little burnt out at uh, dental technology is a ball buster. So, yeah, I'm good. You sound like someone that just flew across the country, walked in their door, and had me bugging them about, we need to record an episode. <laughs> no, no, yeah, a little bit, but it's all right. I, it's all good. It is all good. So this is our first time recording since the DLAT meeting in Texas. Mm -hmm. I tell you people, that was a fantastic show. I had no idea how well put together that was going to be. Oh, yeah. We had a great time. We got treated like kings and queens. Everybody was so into the podcast and into the meeting and into the classes and the fun. Definitely, we'll be going back next year. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, when we're recording, we can't attend a lot of the speakers, but I was able to catch Peter Peasy, his talk at the keynote opening. It was very good, very informative, very entertaining. We tried to get him on the podcast, but unfortunately, every time we were free, he was busy and vice versa. So hopefully we can still have Peter Peasy on sometime. I'm sure with your superior skill and emailing ability, you will actually do that. Look out, Peter. I'm coming for you. so with so many great people the technicians owners vendors the speakers you know there's just no way to get them all but we want to give a huge thanks to Cade Tippett and all of the great members of the DLAT for having us down there for the convention we had a great time we got some great interviews and look forward to sharing with the industry that Texas knows how to put together a great meeting. Yes, they do. So we had some exciting news in our industry happen this week. Washington State. And if you remember, we had Chris DeLarm on the podcast back on episodes 32 and 33. But their bill for regulation passed the Senate this week. Congratulations. And a heck of an accomplishment. So regulation in Washington State now sits on the governor's desk. So let's hope that once that bill becomes law in Washington, they can head down to Indiana and we can get started on the next state. Nice work, Washington. Well done. We are back with part two of our conversation with Lee Culp. I don't want to spoil the interview, but Lee tells us the secret to his success and how he's able to charge more than most labs. You don't want to miss this Voices from the Bench exclusive. So let's get back with Lee Culp. Do you want to find out why labs across the U.S. are choosing open implants? The system of prosthetic components that was designed by dental technicians for dental technicians? Yay, us! Just saying! It's compatible with top implant systems and manufactured in the U.S. Open implants offers a 10 millimeter tall titanium base that you can customize to five different heights to maximize the height for the restoration. 
supported by libraries for Exocad and 3Shape, which we all use, just saying, for each height option. You can do more in-house with a 10 millimeter tall tie base. You can order just one part and have five height options. You can do more screw-retained cases with engaging and non-engaging tie bases. You can turn cases around faster, outsource less, and increase your profitability. Open Implants has FDA 510K clearance and a warranty for the original implants. Now you can do more with Open Implants, components involved for today's digital world. Visit openimplants.com slash voices for more information. Give them a call at 1-888-800-8369. And for 10% off your first purchase, use code VOICES10. That's openimplants with an S dot com slash voices and use code VOICES10. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. Yep. So we've always got dentistry to fall back to on those barren moments when we there you go. have anything else to say. <laughs> you guys do research and I mean, you guys are, you guys are doing some amazing things together. I, I'm not sure if you still are, but I'm sure you are. But I've seen some bone regrowth and um, you tell us any about, uh, about any of that. Yeah. So we're doing. Is it bone regrowth? I don't want to sound like an idiot. How would I phrase that? More of the biology would be with Cooper. So, but Uh we, Lita, our research has been more materials. And then she worked, she was actually one of Dr. Cooper's students, and we're all very close friends now. So, combined with what Lyndon does on a regular basis, because he's one of the most amazing minds literally on this planet in dentistry. And then Lita and I kind of doing more materials and clinical research. And then we're always comparing what we've got. So, but we do do a lot of research. She, she'll be publishing through, um, from UNC. And then uh, we've got some research projects going on with several other universities also. Wow. Live your life for a day. I just want to kind of follow you, shadow you, see what that's all about. It sounds so interesting. So you're still so thirsty for knowledge and improvement, and it's just so cool. So I get up at four every day. <laughs> no, there's not enough hours in the day for you? I'm so surprised. Even on weekends, I get, I get up at four. And it's funny, when I get asked the question, and I use all these terms loosely, so but yeah, you do get asked the questions, and I always like to help people, young people. Uh, but I get the question, so you know, Lee, what do you what do you do? You know, how what did you do to get successful? How did you do it? What are you doing? And you know, in in a fun way, not to poke at anybody, I I basically say I work harder than you do. <laughs> I just yep. I I don't have any special sprinkle dust in my head. I just generally work harder than everybody else does. And I, I mean that in a fun way, but uh trying yeah. trying to let yeah. everybody know nothing really special here. I just work really hard. And I'm sure when you were twenty one you were working fifteen hour days. Yeah from tw- sounds from twenty one until now. it is it is so funny because i used to work so much uh, because when i was when i was younger kind of go back to the the shy aspect of myself 
I was terrified of girls, just terrified. Couldn't, couldn't speak, couldn't think. I just had no self-confidence. So at that time in my life, you know, what, what did I turn to work? So Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I think I'm successful is I was deathly afraid of women. Well, no wonder. So they weren't a distraction. Just worked (laughs) a lot when I was young. Wow. Well, I think a lot of people need to understand that when you see successful people, it's not luck. It's not that they're just in the right place at the right time. They usually put a lot of effort into it to get where they are. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. I mean, with the amount of times I see you speaking through the year, you seem to pop up in a magazine, plus own your own lab, plus all this research, plus you're doing stuff with the Dawson Academy. I I see why you get up at four in the morning. I would have to also. And I think you're you're partnered with uh, By Design Studios. Is that still still correct? Because she's my girlfriend and I love her. No. No, no, yeah, she's my girlfriend, and I love her too. <laughs> so we all love Denise. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, Denise is an amazing technician. So I remember when she um, put that on Facebook that she had partnered with you. I was so proud of her, and I didn't know you guys had a relationship. So uh, obviously, that's what you're specializing in. So how's that partnership going? No, it's it's going good. So you know, she'll be my, you know, when people are looking for, you know, not something that we specialize in, you know, then we're aiming, Mm -hmm. we're aiming it down that way. But uh, she's an excellent business owner, manager, but a phenomenal technician too. Awesome. I was so proud of her. They're doing a great (laughs) job, doing a great great job down there. Awesome. But yeah, that, that takes a lot of gut. Yeah, it really does. And that's what I, that's what I find so um, respectful. Yep, exactly. It takes a lot of guts to go out on your own and build it. And, and, you know, you did it at 21, but, you know, when you change directions at, you know, 45, 49, it's a whole lot. It's a bigger risk, I think. So. So Absolutely. No, I agree. And for her to have all that time for the uh, NBC and the NADL. Right. She has no time. Are you kidding me? There's no time. It's no such thing. She must get up at four. Yeah, I was going to say, she better get up at four. I'm going to text her now. She sent me a text this morning and I'm going to be like, dude, you're not working long enough. Just kidding. I think if you text her early in in the morning, she would be returning your text. Yep. I know. So when you look to hire a technician for Sculpture Studios, what do you look for in somebody? What would you recommend to anyone wanting to become a denture technician in this digital workforce? Well, to, to step back from that question a little bit, I, I'm going to give my yeah. personal, honest opinion of what I think, which is going to, a lot of people are going to disagree, but uh, hey, that's what I do. Right, Barbara? We, yep. we, we do the same Yes, thing. that's what you do. I'm all over that. So... I would absolutely, totally disagree that anybody needs any analog hand skills first, because people are going, well, if you're going to do CAD-CAM, you need to know how to wax up and build up a tooth first. I just totally disagree with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's like taking somebody in a chef school and taking them out back and teaching them how to build a fire. I just, I don't agree. Yeah. Totally, absolutely, totally different. So. I'm answering a couple of questions here, but yeah, personally, what we look for is enthusiasm, hard work. I mean, all the normal words you hear, yeah. but it really comes to team. So the word team gets overused a lot. <laughs> Build a team takes years to really know and work and flow together. We've all been together a lot. So when somebody new wants to come in or we need somebody... It's not me. 
you know, we're, it's a three process. They meet everybody. Everybody kind of gets a vote because you definitely don't want somebody in, no matter how talented they are, yep. it's not part of the team. So we look for harmony first. Uh, obviously, we've got to have talent. We've got to have work ethic, uh, all those other things. But we just need somebody that fits in and works the way we do. Now, luckily, we have Durham Tech here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we get to look at interns. So uh, interns are always coming in. So we've always got a, a supply of, of young people to interview and look at for potential jobs. But I'm just looking for somebody who can handle a mouse, that knows a little bit about computer, mm-hmm. that knows dental terms. I don't really want to take anybody from start to finish, but we've gotten some phenomenal people from Durham Tech that are great people and then digitize them. And I love the word harmony. Um, harmony makes a lot of sense to me because I'm big in you know leadership and teamwork. Yes. Have that one bad egg or that one person that doesn't fit in, it could screw up five jobs or five people or five team members. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that. It's a personality and drive and ethics, but if, if they don't fit in and they don't mesh, right. you're not going to be half as successful as you could be with the right candidate and the right exactly. technician. So I like that. Thank you. Not that I would know because I have, you know, 80 of them. and you know, one, <laughs> it's like a, That's a lot of harmony. <laughs> it's a lot of harmonizing and I've got, you know, a fair amount that don't harmonize and, you know, at any given time. So that's kind of cool that you're right next to that. Um, what did, where did you say you get a lot of your techs from? So one of the last remaining technical schools. Oh, no, that's there. But one of them is here in Raleigh, and it's Durham Tech. Oh, my God. Your uh, technicians program. So I'm even happier that you're with the NADL and you're and you're lecturing for us and you're, you've been doing that because that's amazing. Yeah, I know Elvis and I are both on the board and I've been doing the triathlon for the foundation and trying to keep those schools, you know, with better equipment yep. and. I did not know that they were right in your backyard. That is really amazing because they're just, they're just um, not a lot of them anymore. So good for you guys. Holy moly. To have you in their backyard is even a, a bigger, amazing. And it's funny because their enrollment is actually going up. Mm. So it's sweet. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Do you ever teach at that school? Have you ever been offered? I mean, they, they come over here. We do some things here. <laughs> yeah, as much as it would be nice to have the time to you know go work with them a little bit closer, just honestly don't have the time. Yeah. Get up at three. <laughs> but they're not working at three. If they get up at three, I'd, I'd consider it. I agree with you. I don't think you need to be an analog nope. technician to get into the field now. I agree, I agree with you. Here. But I also don't think you can hire the gamers that everyone is saying that you can hire. Because you really need someone with a lot of work ethic. Oh, yeah. And takes pride in what they do. Yes. You can't just churn them out. That's the problem. Yep. And, and most of the younger people can. And I think that's one of the powers of digital to get some of the young people to come into a lab and go, here's a Bunsen burner and an instrument. And I want you to melt this wax and slowly <laughs> build up a crown. I mean, I don't know that that would get me excited today either. But mm-hmm. you know, when they when they come in, they see three dimensional design. I mean, it, that's fun. So I, I think it's allowed young people to re-find our profession. I, I would agree. agree. And then you still have the skill. So basically when you do that um, on your zirconia, don't you facially layer 
most of your zirconia cases or some of your zirconia cases, and then your posteriors and all your biting surfaces are on zirconia? <laughs> so, yeah, okay, we're going to do another one. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go back on the hate list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's how we get the most downloads, though. So please, hey, I'm just curious, Barbara. My goal is to never get layering porcelain out of the drawer. Damn. All right, I'm definitely coming up there. Just saying. So you know, I don't mean to sound greedy, but people think you have to layer to get the aesthetics that you want. We've gotten really good, and especially with the new materials. Mm-hmm. The, layered materials, the layered zirconias, the translucent zirconias. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. about the only thing we layer now is tissue. Hmm. My goal is to never get that porcelain bottle out of the drawer. Awesome. So design becomes utmost important. I mean, that is the most important to get it perfect because a lot of the work is in the green stage because we do all mm-hmm. of our texturing, all of our contouring uh, all of our little nuance contour work uh it comes out of the oven you know we adjust contacts a little bit uh, adjust occlusion a little bit uh, the goal is adjust minimally never to grind and then stain and glaze yeah so you're on average getting five times as much as what most people get for monolithic zirconia without layering oh yeah that's why it's so much fun <laughs> Awesome. That's outstanding. <laughs> and I would like for you to release the secret right now on Voices from the Bench. Go. So the secret. <laughs> no, no. And all of a sudden, it's a great question. Because people don't know how to compete in market. So Big Lab, we won't get into names. Big Lab, the charge yeah. is $80. And I said this before. So what are you doing different? When we get in a single, it's so funny. When we get in a single restoration, I'm going, I would not pay me our price for a molar. I mean, why? I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know that I can do a single molar any better than anybody else. But sometimes they do. But if you want to compete with the big guys, you better not do exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You need to do other things. You need to specialize. And I'm same. Same with me. I'm a I'm a small laboratory. So I've got to figure out where the need is. So I go get educated. I learn this. I learn implants. I learn other things because it, it's even funny. I mean, I used to be the king of veneers. I don't want veneer chases in my laboratory anymore because they take too long. <laughs> With all those contacts, and I used to spend hours a day on the floor picking them off when I'm trying to adjust contacts. But it's not your mammalons that are going to make you successful. I like a good mammalon and translucent and sizal as much as anybody else. But that's not what makes you successful. It's education. It's finding the dentist that you want to work with. And that's one of the most important parts. And sorry, I'm lecturing now. All right. No, please. This is awesome stuff. You have to find the people that work like you, that think like you. If you want to be a high-end laboratory that does beautiful artistic single centrals, you need to go find the customers that want that. So how many of your customers are local? Almost. I mean, we've got a few, but they're national, international. I mean, we've got Australia, Europe, England. Uh, really? 
because we went after a specialized segment Mm -hmm. and we got really good at this one thing where where my one thing used to be veneers and Empress and then Emacs. My one thing is not just implants because there's a lot of people that are doing all on four zirconia, but there's not a lot of people that take it from start to finish. And as I said at the NADL, my laboratory's goal is to be the service bureau that you've got your prescribing dentist. He's got his specialist, his orthodontist, his periodontist, his implant surgeon, his oral surgeon, and they tell me everything they want to accomplish. And I do all the heavy lifting, put it all together with implants, restorative, dentures, partials, ortho, and create the virtual patient that they can then take a look at and everybody can do their little touches. But instead of sending it off to three specialists who may be doing something totally different, we're taking that ball and doing the heavy lifting that everybody can tweak. But since I have the virtual patient and I'm kind of putting everything together, the ortho matches with the implants. The restorative matches with the ortho. And that's where we've really gone for education and created a laboratory around that concept. Wow. You know what I like, Lee? I like the fact that you say we and not I. It's pretty awesome. You speak for your whole team. You know, you're on our podcast. You're talking to us, but you're talking in the we. And I love it. I got slapped really hard when I was young. (laughs) (laughs) I think Elvis did as well, Elvis. Did you get slapped for saying that? Uh, Well, I speaking for we... (laughs) <laughs> but it's Lonnie. funny i mean lonnie you know so two of my greatest mentors early on were pat taylor and lonnie lee and, and lonnie yeah. was just always guiding me when i was young do this don't Aww. do this stop saying i oh that's cool but those two guys were really part of me you know, starting out, uh, a lot of help from them, a lot of guidance, a lot of mentorship. Pat Taylor's a good man as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was Pat. Pat yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we need to get Pat Taylor out of retirement. Pat <laughs> Taylor's not out of retirement. He's climbing mountains and having he's fun. Not, he's having too much fun. Heck yeah. <laughs> I still hear from him now and again, too. He, he and my father go way back. Yes. Lonnie go way back and it's kind of neat you know we're like family where how did you ever get to florida so you're there now um how did you end up in florida and then how why did you leave florida because i know you have a home in florida right yeah still I, yeah i've still got a, a place down on the beach um okay. in uh, manasota key yeah we were in buffalo living i was you know, working as a, a consultant for ivaclar and and i actually like buffalo uh, but my mm-hmm. daughter had lung problems. And this is how we got to Florida. And the doctor said, you know, how do we get her off all these medicines and the inhalers? And he go, he just kind of flippantly said, uh, move to Arizona because hmm. it's drier and it's warmer. He, he goes, in the cold weather, you're going to have these problems. And I said, how about Florida? And he goes, not as good, but a lot better than here. And there we go. Moved to Florida. Awesome. All right. That's why we moved to Florida, which is my daughter, Tamara who is now a dentist. Who's a dentist. Yep. Cool. So she and her husband are both dentists. And wow. She's a dentist. Jeff is a periodontist. My wife is a prosthodontist. And I'm just a tech in the middle. Wow. Thanksgiving dinners must be interesting conversations. <laughs> Everybody wants I'll to start the turkey. <laughs> yep. 
I bet they do. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Sorry. There's a cuss word for you. So, Lee, what's exciting to you now? What are you looking forward to in our industry? What's on your scope? So, most of our research is in printing. Yep. So, and it's it's funny. I'm the biggest printer advocate on the planet. I believe in it. It's all going to go there. I'm I'm 100% behind it. But it's so funny when I see a technician or a doctor buy a printer, and the next day they tell me how great it is. I immediately get turned off. I mean, when, when we got carbon, I wouldn't utter a word for almost four months. So the guys at carbon are, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I said, yeah, yeah. But just to buy something and to come out the next day and go, wow, this is great. You know, we're printing all, the pictures, we're printing all this, we're printing all that. Uh, I think it's got phenomenal potential, especially in dentures, but the materials needs lots of work mm-hmm. aesthetically. And I just don't see, and I think I've said this from stage two, when we look at some of the denture resins that we're printing out of, and then we see technicians spending hours and hours applying composites and all these other things just to make it acceptable. I want something coming out of the machine that's acceptable, and then I'm, I'm happy to make it incredible. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I don't want it to come out of the machine, and i got to work for three hours just to make it acceptable. So a lot of new resins coming out, a lot of new stuff. You know, dentures definitely will go printing. The goal is is the printed crown. You know, the printed crown. Everybody keeps talking about ceramics. I, you know, ceramic printing is tough. Yeah. But I think everything will eventually be printing unless something comes up. And again, sorry, I've got to go back to that NADL lecture. One of my slides is, the jumps in technology are not linear. And we tend to think as humans is linear. We go from A to B mm-hmm. to C to D to E and F. That's not how technology works. If we do A and B, that those two ideas combined may, may jump us up to G. You know, things like yep. that happen. And just as an example, face scanning. So I was looking at this $15,000 face scanner, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not using it enough to go pay $15,000 for a face scanner. And then Bellis 3D comes out and almost puts everybody out of business with a free app yeah. that you can use on your iPhone 10. And that, just came, that came out of nowhere. Yep. And then I'm, I'm okay, I got, I got a free face scanner that's as good as anything else on the market for any amount of money. And that absolutely came out of nowhere. Hmm. Because of iPhone facial recognition, that combined with video, somebody put together three-dimensional face scanning, A and B now equal G. And that thing is super creepy looking, by the way. (laughs) Oh, I sent one one to my wife, and she said, said the same thing. And she goes, now, you're not creepy looking necessarily, but I don't, <laughs> I don't really want your head spinning on my yeah, phone. it's weird. <laughs> that's funny. So we did it to our dogs. And oh, they look the dog. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's awesome. I'll have to post our Bella space scans of our laboratory. Please, please. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> I luckily don't have an iPhone 10 yet, so I will not be able to do this. Thank God. You got to go do that just to have that application. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what I mean. There's no telling what's going to happen. It's interesting also because as technicians and dentists, we tend to think of repair. 
So we don't know what the biology is doing. So, you know, the, the whole dental industry, theoretically, I mean, theoretically, so I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just throwing up a, a proposition. Mm-hmm. But if the biology, they get a quantum leap in biology, and we don't need to ever repair anything again, you know, dentistry totally changes face. You know, if, we, if we've got biology and biological solutions that we can regrow, implant, repair, instead of the restorative world that we tend to think of, that would immediately totally change dentistry. Well, it's about every six months I see an article or something yeah. on Facebook about, you'll never need a crown again. You'll be able to regrow a tooth. Exactly. Yeah. And when that happens, dentistry totally changes. And definitely the laboratory industry, too. <laughs> right. It's not CAD CAM that's going to hurt anybody. It will be a quantum leap in biology that allows us to grow, replace, repair biologically tooth structure and tissue. So don't fear the technology. Don't fear the competition. Fear the scientists. No. I get it. <laughs> fear the biological scientists. There you go. Well, that's to all you naysayers out there, guys. Don't fear. Just embrace embrace run to it yep it's so funny I, I was counting back because my real big digital journey started in 2002 with Seric 3d so and that was counting back how long ago was that that was 18 years ago oh god can't believe it and I've, i just saw it i've embraced it i've grown with it and it's it's definitely not taking away anything from anybody it's just another tool to be as artistic as you want well said Thank you very much. You're welcome. I agree. Well, Lee, I appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on the show. (laughs) Lee, we appreciate you coming on the show. It was great. I learned a lot and it was great talking to you. Me too. Same here. These are so much fun, especially with you two guys who just kind of keep it rolling. But uh, we at my end really appreciate the opportunity to do this and share some of our thoughts with technicians and we're here. So if you ever see me at a meeting mm-hmm. and I seem very standoffish or, you know, people are going, oh, he's so cold. I'm just shy. Come on up to me. <laughs> say hi. Shake my hand and I'll talk to you. But I'm, I'm probably going to be in the back of the room hiding somewhere. I've been texting my son. He's at the bench today and I've been texting him. We're going up here. I'm taking you here. We're going. We're going. <laughs> Come on up. I'm in, man. You you, you are like-minded. This boy is 21. This man is 21 and he's he's all in. So we're going to visit you. And that's a promise. That'll be well, fun. Well, he wants to open up his yep. own lab. I mean, is it because he works for you yep. or is it because he's... No, it's because he wants to go out west and he wants to move to Oregon and he wants to open his own place. And he's got a lot of dreams and uh, he's been training under me now for, I think, a year and a half. Cool. Um, but he's got a lot of and, you know, so yeah. Well, then tell him he should definitely look at the North Carolina mountains before he moves to Oregon. There you go. I will. We know it. Well, once we visit you, he's going to be sold. So, hey. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you yeah thanks again lee appreciate it no thank you both y'all have a great day and i look forward to this and look forward to any questions anybody has on anything i can ever help anybody with awesome. thank you so much appreciate it yeah we'll see you in chicago okay see yep. you yeah see you in a couple of weeks all right take care okay Bye. bye-bye We can't thank Lee enough for taking the time out of his busy schedule to come on the podcast. I swear we did not record this thing at 4 in the morning. I don't do anything but sleep at 4 in the morning. 
Thanks again, Lee. Looking forward to seeing you speak at the next event. This episode's show notes will also have a link to the course where the Dawson Academy and Sculpture Studios team up for the digital solutions for complete dentistry. Is that already started? I believe it's... Sorry. I think it's like June. Head over to this episode's show notes to check out the link. Okay. June. I'm there. Coming with me. Just saying. I'll check it out. Join us next month at the FDLA meeting, May 9th to the 11th. We will be there recording at one of the largest state-run dental laboratory meetings. We already locked down one of the keynote speakers to come on the podcast, so we are super looking forward to it. FDLA, May 9th to the 11th. That's going to be really fun because, again, we're going to be live. So all my Florida folks out there, come see us. And remember to check out our latest sponsor, Open Implants. Head over to this episode's show notes for a link and a great discount. Thanks again for your support, Open Implants. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next week as we have a special guest from Ivaclar Vivadent that sat down with us in Texas. All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. From the peanut gallery out here in uh, jet lag land.